Jesus, LA Kings fan talk. Three guys that don't know about anything. Michael, Rodney, and Rob. What's up, Kings fans? NHL hockey is back. Unfortunately, the Kings are back to their losing ways, at least tonight. Mike, what'd you think about tonight's game against the Golden Knights? It was ugly, man. It was ugly. Uh, it was hard to watch. Uh, it just looked like, you know, they just came back from a long break. And Vegas came back a little quicker than we did. Yeah, they did. What do you think, Rob? Very sloppy, though. Very sloppy. All around. Yeah. It's was not fun to watch, for sure. Uh, really... I don't know. I think Dano being out is just you're sitting there, you're watching that game, you're wondering who's missing? Who why is this why does this look that weird? And halfway through it, it kind of dawned on me. I think missing I think I missed Dano. Personally, I think I missed Dano. And it looked like the whole team kind of did. You know, you, you say he's your best defensive forward. And boy, did we miss that tonight. It's a little bit of, you know, Jared Stoll said a few times about home home plate right there in front of, is where all the goals scored. And you know Deneau is going to be there for a couple of those at least. I mean, when you, when you score three goals, you think you have a chance at winning games and three goals, you're not even close in this one. It was, it was pretty poor. Yeah, I think it's a sloppy around. I mean, I was just looking at all the scores for the league today. And nine goals in our game, there was nine goals, Lightning, Canadians. And there's 15 goals between the Sharks and the Coyotes. So there's obviously some rust coming back. You know, we were going to do a show, what, a couple days ago. And I was going to say, you know what, as far as the Kings lines, you know how Kempe was struggling earlier? They put him on Kopitar's line, and now he's scoring. If you guys noticed that ever since they took uh, Ayafalo off the top line, he's been struggling. He's back up there, and now he scored again tonight. So I'm thinking when Brown comes back, Deneau comes back, how about that's the second line with Kaliev or Double A when he comes back and we try uh, I have following Kemp in the top line with Kopitar for a while. What do you think? I think you have to split them up because we've been a one-line team for too many seasons and that just solidifies us as a one-line team. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. I don't know how Kings fans feel about tonight's lineup. You know, everyone's always talking about this youth movement, play the kids, play the kids, play the kids. I'm one of the ones that want to see the kids play too. But then if this is a little glimpse at what it's going to be, how long How long will it take? Is, is this one season? Is this two seasons? How, how long would it take for us to be legitimate playoff contenders with this kind of lineup? Right. This was, this was an absolute play the kids night and – not pretty, not pretty. I mean, you got you got Bjornfoot, Dursey, Willannon, Anderson, um, Grunstrom, Anderson, Dolan, Leas Anderson, Kaliev, Turcott, yeah. all those, all those kids right there, and I don't know. I don't know if if I'm just bitter from this one game. We're allowed to be right. We're fans. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but again, it's it's like, I think it all goes back to like mismanagement of lines. Again, Kaliev's on the fourth line still. Like, why is he not moved up if you have 
Moore and Anderson on second and third lines? Do they really need to be up there in replace of Kaliev? You know, Kaliev is like tied for seventh in rookie goals. Yeah. And he's he's like 70th in time on ice. Right. Move him up. Yeah, why why does why does Moore get more ice time than he does? And Moore has three goals versus what Kelly of six or seven goals. This this is how I know I'm I'm a geek for for Kelly of when he got flattened. Oh yeah, I jumped up and started screaming. <laughs> what the? He left his feet. That was a dirty hit. I'm screaming and yelling, stick like I wanted blood. And then when they showed the replay, it was like, oh, okay, that was a pretty good hit. Yeah. <laughs> But you just – I'm such a fan of his, and and I'll, I, I'm the one that keeps saying I think we should send him down. Yep. You know, let's let's see a couple other guys because I will. it's like we've been saying all along. I would like to see him on that second line or, you know, just – even if it's third line minutes and power play stuff, just to bump him up some, that would be – I'd be happy with that too, but – Sticking him on the fourth line, even though you're calling it the third line, I don't think that really works. Yeah, if he's going to be on the fourth line, just send him down. Like, there's no point in him being on the fourth line. And he's not even getting second power play time because the there is no second power yeah, play. Yeah, we don't have – no, there's no power play. <laughs> well, it's, not even that. It's oh, like, so uh, what do we have, like, three power plays a day and the first power play unit's out there for 90 seconds. And then by the time they get a, a change – then they're putting yeah. just the fourth line out or not even. Yeah, they're not getting any, yeah. any chance whatsoever on it. Speaking of sending guys up and down, the Kings have not lost a game yet this year with Furk in the lineup. Am I right, Michael? <laughs> they put him in next game. I think we'll be undefeated with Furk in the lineup after the next game. We'll see. <laughs> what do you guys think of Alex Turcott's first game? I thought it was good. I thought he looked nervous at the beginning of the game, but... I could definitely see he's got some vision and he's got hands. Um, I mean, we lost 63, so I wasn't going to stand out. I think he made a mistake. I don't know why he was going for a stick on that uh, when he lost a stick and left the guy open right from the, the net to the score. But, I mean, first game, whatever. Wasn't too bad. Yeah, liked his motor. That's that's good cliche, right? He has a good motor. Right. I like that uh, he didn't get injured, so that's that's good. He almost well, he almost didn't. I think he injured Dowdy. Dowdy looked yeah. a step. He looked a step slow the rest of the game. I don't know if that's just from the previous injury or if that was something after Turcott. Did you see him wince and like try and check it out and stuff like that? And the rest of the game, ooh, I don't know. I don't know how good Dowdy looked. So Turcott didn't get injured. He's just out there injuring our best defenseman. <laughs> it's like what the hell. That poor kid. I threw out a tweet about it too. There's so much pride. I mean, you were the fifth overall pick. Means you're pretty damn good. Right. And expectations are high, high, super high. And I, and I know he, he has to be sitting there going, look at the top 10 guys that are picked in my draft year. They're all top playing 20. in the NHL. They've all top played, 20. you know, they're, they're, I just feel bad for him as far as, I know he wants to be good and, and people are talking so much crap about him because he is injury prone. He is small. He's not developing, blah, blah, blah. He could shut a lot of people up just by coming up here and having a few good games and 
looking like he fits in at least. Because if he looks like he fits in, then you can sit there and say, okay, it's not a wasted pick yet. Right. So I'm 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 just rooting for him. I hope he does well. I, I don't, it, you know, there's no Kaliev love for him like I have, but I definitely don't want to see him fail. Right. I'm hoping he's one of those guys that his game is just better suited for the NHL than it is for the AHL. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that's the case. Yeah. I don't know. There's a couple plays where I saw him like try more skilled plays than other guys try. So, you know, it's positive. Um, We don't have a lot of guys that do that. So I think the skill is there. It'll come. You just take a little slower to develop because he keeps getting hurt. So who are the Kings due to get back next game? I don't, know what, I don't even know what's going on between who's in and who's out, man. It's like a revolving door. Like, I, Well, I think Deneau's coming back on Thursday, hopefully. Well, the guys that are, that are COVID and not yeah. injured, you got Brown, you got Byfield, you got Deneau's in COVID, Mata's in COVID, and Peterson's in COVID. Those are all COVID guys. Let's say they all come back Thursday. Well, Brown and Mata just went on COVID, so I don't think they can come back in yeah, time soon. Yeah, you're right. I don't, yeah, they'll be out. Yeah, the three guys. Let's see. They come back on Thursday. Who do you take out of the Kings lineup if you play well, all, all of them? Pick one of the nine bottom six players we have. Take them out of the lineup. Nine, how, many games, how many games are you playing Turcotte? You got to give them like five or ten games, right? Maybe yeah. even more than that. They gave Kaliev only one last year and then sent him right away. That's true. And Kaliev scored that, that game. And he scored, yeah, well. And they still said, okay, thanks for your one game. Yeah. I think he's got to get a decent look, you know? I mean, if Dino comes back, then you put him as third-line center. Okay, of our 40 listeners we have, how many of them, how many of them are Jarrett Anderson Dolan fans and how many are going to turn us off now when I say, I'm not – I don't know if Jad is is panning out. You don't know if he's more than an AHL player? I don't know if he is. Is, is he our next Mikey Amadio? Totally different style, but... I I, if, think, I would like to see Byfield. I would like to see Byfield's yeah. 6'4 frame fill in for Jared Anderson Dolan's 5'11 frame. That's for sure. Um. I mean, <laughs> I think Anderson Dolan's just going to turn into the same thing we have right now. We have Grunstrom, we have Ander- other Anderson, Leas Anderson, Trevor Moore. They're all pretty much the same player, right? Lazat, they're all the same person, right? Yeah. We're 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 a broken record. We're watching nine fourth line forwards try to crack our top six and it's just it's a joke we're just not a very good team and and kudos to us for being above 500 this late in the season dude and like broken record like was it like five years ago it's same thing like except where they were big fourth line bottom line players yeah now we just have small skilled guys but they're all the same well that that second line that second line tonight we uh we iced a 5'11", 5'10", 5'9", <laughs> all under 190. Mm-hmm. They're all 185 or lower, actually. So, 
in that's, a duel. That's pretty freaking small, especially against a, especially a punishing team like Vegas. It was almost like a Montreal Canadiens line. Yeah, and that's no bueno. But I, I don't like. I don't get it. Why that line? Moore's on that line, and Kaliev's not on that line. And then he'll say, "Well, who scored tonight out of those two? You know." Well, yeah, he's had all the chances. He's got all the ice time and all the chances. Of course, he's going to score, and he still has half the goals that Kaliev has. Yeah. You're not a Trevor Moore fan. I am. I mean, I don't mind him, but he's a fourth liner to me, right? Right. Fourth liner on the second line when there's a guy who's a legitimate top six future forward and he's not getting the ice time. I'm a hometown Trevor Moore, L.A. area guy, as long as he's on the fourth line. I can see if you put – see, this is what I'm. I just don't know is you put – Kaliev on the second line for the rest of the season. I don't, I'm not even like, I don't even care like the rest of the season. I'm just saying tonight with so many guys out of the lineup, why is, why well, is I would love to see him the rest of the season. And I'd like to see him score 15 goals this year as a rookie, you know, because, because you know how many, you know how many guys out there that are in the top 30 of goal scores? That's their trajectory usually, you know, you score. You score 15 goals your your rookie year. You come back. You follow that up with a 20 goal season, and then boom, 40 goals, third year. You know that kind of thing. And I'd like to get that started. Right before uh, Chromiak comes in and scores his 40 goals in his rookie season. Yeah. Ooh, segue. It's a good segue to the World Juniors, Rob. I feel like you've been watching more than us because. I finally got my NHL network today and then everything got canceled, but you were able to watch some, some of the uh, first few games. What are your thoughts so far on the Kings prospects? You know, it's, it's always fun. Got to do it the last couple of seasons watching our prospect pool. I mean, that's, it's getting kind of tiresome to always talking about how good our, our prospect pool is and how crappy our real team is. Right. I'm hoping it, it, you know, sooner or later we'll start seeing that stuff start to mature for us, but watching the world juniors this year, it, what I think is a little different from the previous years is you take a guy like Chromiak. He is the top forward on his team. You know, you sit there and you look at the Sammy Hellenius and uh, Simon Teibel. You know, Hellenius is the second line center on that squad. Simon Teibel's the top winger on that squad. And Finn is probably going to medal. You know, they got a medal last year as well. So, um, so there's they're important guys. Brock Faber for Team USA. He's our best defensive defenseman. On the, on the squad. So it's like the, these guys are real important. If I remember like last year, Kaliev and Turcotte, they weren't necessarily the top line guys going into it. They kind of played themselves into, into that a little bit because Zegras had the, the tournament he had and he played with Kaliev and Turcotte. But going in, um, the Russian kid, Karasanov, mm-hmm. he's, he's led everyone 
the whole tournament in ice time. He's out there a ton. He's a big kid. How does he look? Have you seen Good. him? You know, he, yeah, I mean, it's it. He looks like a like a teenager out there trying to bully kids sometimes. Um, Russia, Russia didn't have a very good game that he that he had all that ice time. So, but he was out there. Um, who else? Who else are we missing? I would ask you how our uh, number one defensive prospect is doing, but yeah, all I know. Uh, who was it that we're talking about right now? Oh, uh, Brent, Brent Clark. Brent Clark. I'm telling you, Canada kicked the shit out of uh, whoever they played today. It was Switzerland, Aust- yeah. Austria, yeah. whatever. The same thing, right? Um, <laughs> same thing. And they they held the puck. Their Corsi numbers were so damn <laughs> through the roof. They should have shut the other team out. But, but they scored two goals against them, and – I'm I, that's all I'm doing. I'm watching those Canada games, hoping people score. Don't care if they win, lose. I'm just hoping people score on that defense because how dare you? Yeah. Right? How dare you leave him off your squad? Yeah. Mind blowing. You know what? I th- I think this been wanting to tweet this a little bit too. They all they're all left-handed. <laughs> and last year's squad when they're talking to the Russian team and the Russian team was real good last year, they had their entire team was left-handed. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, what, you, you can't come up with your own ideas. So you're just going to copy the Russians and say, well, I want all lefties. So we're <laughs> going to leave Brent Clark off, you know, just nice. whatever, whatever the hell that idea is. But how do you leave a kid like that? That's that good. That's just consensus. He's, He's he's a top pairing defenseman, plain and simple. I don't I don't know, and I'm too lazy to read what <laughs> other people's uh, opinions are about why he got snubbed. You know, well it's because of this, well, it's because of that. Oh, I don't care what the reason is. It's just when you got a top guy like that, and you don't put him on your team. Something's. I, I hope you lose. Hope it's like Mike said, lights a fire under him, and then he tears it up for the Kings eventually. Yeah, we need to uh, start the rumor too. Um, I saw Team Canada. I saw their finalized roster before it came out. Drew Doughty was not on it, and he needs he needs to be really angry about it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you had an inside, inside leak, right? Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. I saw it. Did you see a quick on Team USA's roster by any chance? Can so he be ups- Can he be upset about it? Uh, I don't know. I don't. You know what? quick is so he's like he's like a cat you know just doesn't give a shit about anything i don't think i don't think he cares yeah i don't think he does either goalies are weird goalies are just weird that's true true that ryan mcnichols ryan mcnichols (laughs) 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 uh uh yeah, no, was, I mean, it seems like we still got some good uh, prospects in there. And, um, the Finnish guy, I mean, he's small, but it seems like he does really good. Uh, he's a good finisher. I mean, he was on the first line last year too, right, for Finland? He went on the first. He went on the first, but he played and he scored yeah. last year. He scored in the tournament last year. Simon Taiwo is who you're talking yeah, about. Simon Taiwo, yeah, Simon yeah. I don't know. I think I was more focused last year because Turkov was there, Kelly was there, yeah. Byfield was there. 
lot of our top prospects and not saying these guys aren't Kermiak can be a great pick for us coming out of the fifth round. If he, I mean, he had a really good uh, rookie camp too, right? Like he was a total standout. Well, uh, what's helping him right now too, is he's playing with an elite player in juniors. And so whether he's riding coattails or not, it's important. Just the one game that he scored two goals against USA, I think is, is a big statement in saying, I don't need, is it Shane Wright or Connor Bedard that he plays with? Either way, um, I don't need that that other guy giving me. I'm I'm good enough to play, you know, and and score against good teams because USA he scored he almost had had a hat trick and tied it up late too. It was topped right over a stick, which I'm thankful for because I'm rooting for USA, obviously. Um, but like I said, the rookie tournament this year, like he was one of the top standouts too for the Kings. So. Again, he's showing that he can do it without that guy. That was a brutal loss for <laughs> Team USA today, though. Is that the first forfeit in all of the World Juniors so far? Got to be, right? It's got to be. All right, so what do we have coming up Thursday night? We got the Canucks. Uh, are they still on their win streak? Oh, yeah, I think they're on their – they're still on their win streak. Yeah, so we uh, we have to win this game, right? Well, I mean, if they come out as sloppy as we came out today, then we have a good chance of winning, right? Yeah. Did we talk about our 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 stretch of games that that we got we're in the middle of and what we need to get through? No. Well, we kind of came through a gauntlet of in our last eight games. So we said a, a make last, a make a break, right? Our last seven games, actually. It was supposed to be eight games, but with Edmonton and the first Vegas game getting canceled, that was supposed to be our eight. We replaced it with just the, the Vegas game tonight, so it's seven. We're four, two, and one in those seven games. Two games above 500, kind of in the mix of things. It didn't break us. I don't know if it made us. It definitely didn't break us. We got three games against – Three bad teams if you still consider Vancouver bad, which I don't know if you can. Um, and I don't know if you can necessarily consider Detroit bad. I will consider Philly bad. Dumpster oh, sure. fire of an organization. Yeah. Just they Philly's had, they, an absolute joke of a team. And, and they were a playoff day. lock. They were a playoff lock coming yeah, into the season. How do you, how you have the great Carter Hart Oh my God, he's such a great goalie. Hayes is Hayes is so underrated. He's so awesome. You're a joke. I just hope that, I hope that Jonathan Quick can grow up to be Carter Hart. You know, <laughs> Carter Hart wishes he could sniff Jonathan Quick's jockstrap <laughs> just to smell what greatness smells like. Uh. Just it's just a joke of a team, joke of a fan base. Yeah, the fans are pretty much the worst. Yeah, they are. No, they're up there. They're up there. Up there with the Canucks. The Canucks. The, the Maple Leafs. The Maple Leafs. Yeah. The Maple. Leafs. <laughs> yeah, you know, people don't understand. We can sit here as as Kings fans talk about how the hatred of of the the Canucks, the Sharks, the Ducks, and not in that order. Um, but we used to have a little hatred for the Detroit fan base 
Yeah. The ones that would come into a stable center. Oh yeah. They're, yeah. you know, stable center, you know, people try and roll deep to King's game sometimes. And in yeah. our younger days, we took it upon ourselves <laughs> to make sure that that doesn't happen too often, you know, without repercussions. For you young kids out there, Staples Center is what we used to call Crypto.com Arena. But uh, yeah, them and way back in the day, the the Flames used to have hate for the Flames. But not so much your fan base. It was just the Flames themselves. I feel like all that that extreme hatred you might have had towards uh, Sharks, Canucks, whatnot, Ducks, kind of dwindled a little bit when we won two cups. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Not so much pent up energy, you know. It's like we we look at we look at the sharks and the Canucks and go, oh, I remember what it used to like feel like when we didn't have any cups or anything right. like that, and right. you know, and the Ducks will always be number one, no matter what. Yes, despite what all these people say that think the the Gold Knights are up there now or something like that. I'm like, well, no. Joe, our good friend Joe can't stand the Vegas Knight fan base he he freaking hates them it's understandable yeah they had a bad experience in their barn really uh-huh sounds Just like co- it sounds like a new segment called story time let's hear about this Rob. <laughs> yeah once upon a time we'll bring joe on here one time and we'll uh, <laughs> we'll have him tell us that story hey here's a question question brought up by someone in the in the comment section on the YouTube channel um, was asking what our thoughts on uh, Chikrin, the stud defenseman from Arizona. What are our thoughts on, on maybe trading for him? Mike, make it happen. Uh, He's exactly what we need, right? Mobile left-handed defenseman, young, 23 years old. It's like $4 million cap hit for what? Three or four more years. And he's physical. We have no nobody on our defense is physical. I could have sworn, Hedler, but he's gone. I could have sworn a few shows ago. Mike was saying, "Why do we need to trade for a left-handed defenseman on our top line? We don't need that." No, no, that's not what I said. Well, I said, "Why does he have to be left-handed?" <laughs> uh, but this guy wasn't available, and now he's available, right? So, so Arizona is going full. All right, so 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 play GM real quick. Who who do you realistically uh, offer? To the Coyotes for him? Uh, put a package together, probably first this year, protected this year, um, like a top, not a top five, but anything past top five. First next year, Velarde. Two first. Uh, two first in Velarde and Capari. Wow. Well, everyone's I'm, I'm, glad, I'm wow. glad you're not our GM. Wow. Everyone's going to go after him. We're you're, not going to get him for nothing. You're making Rob like uh, Blake a little more now. Based on you being the alternate, so nobody's. <laughs> uh, what do you think? We're just gonna get him for nothing? Don't no. give me this. Don't give me this. We got to overpay. We're like this. We're talking about a trade here. There's. We're not signing anyone. Yeah, it's we don't, we, we don't no, overpay. Not that. And I'm it's with the Coyotes. We're not Come on, be the only players going after him is the, the issue here. So we have to outbid other people, right? No, no, we don't. Best offer. Well, okay. I I don't think we need to outbid people because there aren't that many teams that are that are stocked and, and have the the wiggle room that we do. I think we're kind of in the driver's seat a little bit. As far, um, as, far as prospects. Yeah. I don't mind giving up a first rounder for him. 
Two? Absolutely not. Because 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 of the prospects we have. But I would de- I would definitely give him a first rounder. And hate me now, love me later, guys. But when you sit there and you look you look at guys like um, Velarde, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing one and a roster player. Hell, uh, Matt Roy. Do they want? Do they want something back? Do they want a roster defenseman back? I would think so. You know, everyone's going to say Olimata. You know, yeah. Why take just him? take your pick, honestly, because you know if he's coming in, that's where you could get. That's where we have the room. Name your price. What do you want for him? We'll give you a prospect. We'll give you a first round pick, and we'll give you a rostered player. Take your pick, you know, but I, I, I think those are always uh, packages that are, that are, you know, intriguing to other teams when you can sit there and say, hey, we'll give you we'll give you a roster player. We'll give you a prospect and we'll give you a first rounder. Those are hard things to say no to. I, but think, I think that's about the right price right there. Make it happen. Yeah, <laughs> make it so. But two first rounders, Mikey. Wow. That's I, you mm-hmm. really like you really like Chikrin. I'm ready to go all in. I mean, well, because like you said, who else could go after him? Carolina could easily go after him. With his cap hit, Carolina would love him. And they have definitely plenty of young players to throw at him. So if they threw like Jarvis and Suzuki and two first rounds, who are they going to take? Our package or theirs? But would they do that? Who? Carolina? I mean, they, they're going after Stanley Cup. Why wouldn't they? I mean, I mean, you're talking about other teams that could go put a package together for him, right? Yeah. The Rangers, the Rangers could easily do it. They have plenty um, of young players. And, and don't get me the wrong, Senators could definitely do it. They have plenty of young prospects. Um, I'm not just saying that. I'm just talking about as a start for me. Like I said, first round prospect roster player. Now, if they want more, you start throwing more prospects. I don't think you necessarily get rid of your draft picks. You know, you sit there and say, okay, you want more on top of Velarde? Well, let's start talking then. Do you want, you know, do you want a, an Akil Thomas? Do you want, do you want a Austin Wagner? <laughs> do you want the, the reigning MVP of the AHL last year? What do you want? Yeah. I you just know, feel like uh, the way that, I mean, I guess the, it just depends what Arizona wants, right? Because they're just stockpiling all the picks they can. So I figured they'd want more first round picks than anything. Uh, but prospects are probably better off for them. So they're filling their prospect pool. But again, it depends what they want. So give them Velarde, Kapari, first round, and any defenseman on our roster. And Mikey Anderson. And except Mikey Anderson. Mike, no, except Mike Anderson. <laughs> I think he might be the one. No, and no, no, not Bjorn you know, from, because no, not Bjorn. not Toby, not Toby, not Toby, not Toby. So you're gonna you're gonna want your your three lefties to be Chickering, Anderson, and Bjornfoot. Not bad. Yeah, it's pretty good. Not bad. Right now, think about how good that is three years from now. Yeah, yeah. Because Toby's twenty, Mikey's twenty two. How old's Chickering? I think he's 23. That right as Chikrin gets into his prime, holy crap, that's that's a good left side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Then we got Dowdy and Clark and Faber on the right. Uh, oh, no, you got... We'll have Walker up there. Jordan Spence. If we trade Roy. All those guys coming through. <laughs> uh, uh, who are those? Yeah, well, we got so much size coming up, too. Not on the back end, though. No, not necessarily on the back end. Um, like when, so talking back to that earlier, we talked about McNabb, that hit he put on Caliph. We have nobody on our defense that could do that. Maybe Edler, but he's 35 years old. But know? no, well, it's because we decided to keep Robert on the right side. You know, you, you're going to sit there. Helga, not Helga, Helga Grands. Yeah, Helga Grands. He's like 6'2. He's pretty He's 6'3. Okay, that's close. Um, Brant Clark's 6'2. Yeah, yeah, but he's not going to play a big physical game. But still, you want to talk about size on 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 the back end, though. I mean, you got Grand six three, Clark six two, um, hell, Strand is six four. He's only twenty four. I mean, what what I'm circling back to is we should have never got rid of McDermott. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, did you see he scrapped with? Uh, he scrapped with Reeves. Yeah. He did. He did. Yes, he did. Yes, he, he did. Fair, and and actually, pretty well. He won. I think he won the fight. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, you don't want to mess with McDermott, man. Yeah. I don't think Reeves ever fought him just because he knew he was scrappy. Yeah, they, they faced each other plenty of times when he was with the Kings, and yeah. they, 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 they never fought. Yeah. Never no, fought. They, are you sure they never fought? I thought they had one I don't think they did. Uh, I kept waiting for it every game. I'm like, oh, this is the game. It's going down. It never happened. Okay. By the way, the, the Russian kid, Kirsanov, he's, he's 6'1", 200 pounds and on the left side. There's more size on the left side. I know, but I'm I'm not talking about I'm talking about like a physical player. You know what I mean? I think Carson like can be that like way. Derek Forbert was six four. Yeah, you know what? I miss him. He's <laughs> I miss him. I I was a Forbert fan. I want I want to uh, talk about a statement Mike made a couple casts ago <laughs> about. Just you, you're saying how terrible our goaltending in is in the minors, and I'm and I'm still trying to figure out who's terrible. Sparks did Sparks won us the game the before we left, and when he came in tonight, he's actually didn't do bad at all again tonight. Velalta, Velalta, and Ingham and Perik, we we got we got Ingham and Velalta in Ontario, and Lucas Perik I think just got called up. He's kind of I think he's going to be pretty good, the Perique kid. I saw him in World Juniors. He performed very well last year. Yeah, and all that stuff. Because you're saying we have zero prospects. I'm not necessarily calling them great prospects, but as far as goalies go, just with our side, they're serviceable. Yeah, they're serviceable. We don't have a future number one coming through. <sighs> Even when we do, we trade them away, right? And they end up playing on Toronto. So, are we missing Cal Peterson now that uh, there's a chink in in Quick's armor? I think it's one game. I don't know if it's a chink in. Was it one Quick's game? Armor. That's a good point. Uh, well, this Scott's isn't two. Was... This isn't two games. We'll talk yeah. again. We'll talk again after Thursday. Well, no, because he had a rough game last game too, right? He did have a rough game last game, but settled in. And it, well, I mean, that could also be he played. 
five games in a row. Right. Exactly, which is what I was saying leading army. into that whole thing. Chink in the army. Does yeah. he have really good numbers because he's rested? Because we are platooning him. Okay. Is he at an age to where he can't he's just not an everyday goalie? He's a phenomenal rested goalie. Well, he was very yeah. well rested tonight. What happened tonight then? <laughs> True. Well, that <laughs> well, wasn't I mean, a, yeah, I mean, you saw his point, hey, you know? just look at the first three goals. There isn't a king inside of that box in between in the right. slot. There's they're they're nowhere to be seen. Yeah, anytime you allow six goals, it's not the goalie's fault. <laughs> All right. Well, sometimes it is. <laughs> For the most part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's more reflection on the guys in front of the goalie. Uh but yeah, I'm just saying that we don't have I mean, do you do you look at any of those prospects you mentioned and be like, yeah, that's our future number one? Parik, I don't know. I think Parik, you know, he's Parikh's the only question mark, but he's not even he doesn't even have a contract. I know. He's on an AHL deal. So because well, he's so because he's so young. Have, they don't even have enough uh, confidence in him to give him an NHL deal. All three all three of those goalies right now down in Ontario. Ingham, Volalta, and Parikh, they're all under 22 years old. Yeah. And, and you know, that you talk about the development of defensemen, it takes a while. It's even worse for goalies, right? You, you don't even start thinking of a goalie until he's 25. I just don't think they're, like, heralded as future starter goaltenders where they're currently at with Parikh being the only exception as somebody who can turn that corner, possibly be a starter. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Kings do have a good track record though with Billy Ranford, just making goaltender. Look what they did for Campbell. So, so maybe they can do the same thing with sparks. I I've, this is one of the things forever being a Kings fan for as long as we've been, I've always liked our backup goalies and we've yeah. always traded them away. And I've always been thinking, man, we should have never traded that guy away. We should never traded that guy away. We, I, th- I think our backup but, goalies always do well for us. Yeah. But then what happens when they leave? Right. Right. I well, mean, what do you mean what happens? Campbell. He's had one. I mean, he's had one good season. Martin Jones had a couple good seasons and then fell off. Right. Uh, Bernier has been kind of platooning, platooning around the league. What happened to the professor? Brent Scrivens. Yeah. He fell off the map. Stefan Fise. What about, uh, your, your boy that just retired like three days ago before uh, Ranford, isn't it? Ben Bishop. Well, that doesn't really, that was, that was a horrible trade. That was such a horrible trade. Cernak's the top four defenseman for the Lightning, right? And it would be nice to have him right now, huh? Yeah, right? Right. <laughs> Glad we uh, traded for Bishop to be our backup. We gave him a draft pick too, right? It was Cernak and a draft pick. I want to say it was Cernak and a second for Ben Bishop. Who, who made that trade? Uh, Dean Lombardi, man. And he knows it's Chernak, guys, but he's saying it just to make people angry. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dean Lombardi, man. Made some great trades and then uh, lost his magic. Um, 
Do we need to revisit your Kupari blinders and your Firk hate? <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, we know nothing, and the people in charge still did not put Firk in. I got a great idea. Uh, after Firk plays as many games this year as Kupari has played so far, we'll revisit. We'll check out the stats. Ooh, I like it, Rod. Ooh, throw down the gauntlet right now in Mike's face. That sounds I mean, like let's wager, Mike, is what he's so, saying. So I when, bet you equal amount of games. Get to play at all. Does that mean I win? No, he wins by default because he won't be a negative player. I, th- I think this might be a true statement. Okay. Probably not. But <laughs> you would have to probably take out Dowdy and Kopitar. Maybe only one of them, but take out Dowdy and Kopitar. Our cap hit of the guys, the scratches that didn't play, is heavier than who played. Oh, I'm thinking, tonight, yeah. You know, without Kopitar, without Kopitar and Dowdy, Arvidsson's our biggest cap hit tonight at four million, four point two. What's quick? What, what's quick at five point eight? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I wasn't counting quick because yeah. he didn't. Second, 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 second half, 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 half the game. Second half the game. No, no. Go ahead and leave quick in there. Quick <laughs> is five point eight. Yeah, yeah, it's five point eight. Yeah. But but I'm thinking of the scratches with with Anthony C U two point seven, Edler's Dineau, three and a half, Brown, Walker's two and a half, yeah. Brown's f- almost six, the nose five and a half, Oli Modis over three. Got a, <laughs> got a bunch of ELC players out there. Yeah. No, and so no wonder why we got our ass kicked. We got Alex Turcott playing second line center in his first game. <laughs> Talk about being thrown in the fire. Right. He gets a, he, his first game. He's on the second line and Cali is still stuck on the I fourth just, line. <laughs> I was just about to say that. Right? Uh, I just don't get it. Like, what does he have to do to get off the fourth line? He's, he's not a good it's, car, it's he's such, not a good car washer. A, it's such a double standard too. Cause they're just like, yeah, you know, he's going to earn it and work his way up. Hey, Kapari, you're a third line center. Hey, Turkot, you're a second line center with the less games. I, th- I, 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 it's, it's hard to work, uh, the wings. You're going to have to ask someone to play an off wing or whatnot, but I'd love to see Leas Anderson play with Lazat and Lemieux. Lemieux could play the right side. So go Lazat, Lemieux and Leas Anderson. Leas Anderson's fast enough and gritty enough to play with those two guys yeah. and, and then have Kaliev move it. Yep. Yeah, he needs he needs to get off the line. I think if Anderson is going to stick, he needs to get a lot more aggressive and a lot trippier. Yeah, he needs to be Lemieux's little brother. Yeah, like him and Lemieux need to like just be complete pests out there because I don't think he's doing enough to stick. Right. I mean, I'm just saying, if he wants to stick, he's got to do something. Yeah. Same He's with gonna start. You He's could say the same thing about people. half the Kings team. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. At least, like, I mean, the only one that's like standing out is like Grunstrom because at least he's popping in some goals and he's somewhat physical. But even him, too, he's got to do more. Again, if you're not going to put in a bunch of goals, you better hit everything and be a pest. Mike, how's your boy Sean Dersey doing? Is he still playing soft? 
No, I think he's playing good. I just he's not he's obviously not physical. That's not in his game, but he had some really nice passes tonight. Um he does seem to get beat a lot on defense. Um got beat a couple times tonight. No goals are scored on it, but he gets beat wide a lot. I don't know. But he's a young kid. Yeah, it's a young kid. It's the first year he's on defense, and he's known for more of his offensive side than his defensive side. So I don't think he's playing bad. And I like what he brings. So you're saying Dursey, Kapari, Velarde, first-round pick to the Coyotes. I'd do that. I'd do that. that. All right. Make the phone call. You got approval. I'd I'd trade Mikey Anderson. Wow. A fellow Mikey. Yeah, you got to give talent to get talent, right? Yeah. Mikey Anderson was a minus two, by the way. Him and Daddy were minus twos, and that was the worst. Um, I don't know. Kemp, Kempy had a good jump tonight. I'll yeah. give him a little love. Yeah. I would say Kempy's probably been our best forward over the last, I don't know, eight, nine, ten games maybe. Yeah, you know what this I'm afraid season. of, though? You know, when we started off, the season talking crap about I follow and Kempe and then them trying to play well enough to shut us up. Right. Ever since we've been praising I follow, he's disappeared again. And I'm afraid that's going to happen with Kempe yeah. if I start talking about, because Kempe has been playing well. He's, I just love his size and his speed and the skill and the value. I really do. We'll give him a couple and, games. And, and if, uh... and, he, and he's feisty too. Well, you want to know what I, I you want to know what the difference is between Kempe and I follow so far this season is I think Kempe's just more consistent this year. And that's that's been our thing we've been lacking the most over the last few seasons is consistency yeah. from other players other than Kopitar. Yeah. And and I think Kempe has played a pretty consistent 25 games. What are we? 30 games? Where are we at? I think 31. I'm calling it Kempe scores again against the Canucks Thursday night. Yeah, let's hope it happens. Uh, real quick, how do you feel about – I mean, Kopitar only scores – he only has two goals in the last 10 games maybe. I mean, like his whole career, he's close to a point per game, right? He finishes, yeah. what, 65, 76 points, and then he had the 92 points that one season. So he's always been right around – point per game so he's still on track right and the last couple of games obviously the no not being in the lineup might have a little something to do with him looking kind of tired the last couple of games um i don't know do any of um, you think that somebody will actually finish the season above kopitar as the top point score this year? I don't know. For points? Yeah. Yeah. Which is sad. Yeah. All right. All right, everyone. That's our show for today. Don't forget to jab that like button. Subscribe and poke that vaccination notification bell. Till next time. Go Kings. Hoorah.